You know, we've kind of seen and felt it all throughout this transfer portal cycle. A lot of highs, Deshaun McCullough, some of these other names that have committed. Maybe a few lows here and there with guys you really wanted, but it didn't work out. But the one thing that we really haven't experienced, Parker, is, oh yeah, I really want that guy. I just don't know if he's actually going to be in the transfer portal or not. (laughs) So it just feels that way right now with Jaron Bradley, the Texas Tech wide receiver and that's just what he is right now a wide receiver it's like you can't really follow anything the visits or the likes or anything because he's still there like how long do you give this until we give up on it and move on elsewhere well I just I'm at the point Tyler and I shouldn't say I'm at the point because this is always kind of how I felt at the beginning and it harkens back to a conversation that we've had time and time again with regard to the wide receiver room at Oklahoma nobody should be operating under the expectation that Jared and Bradley is going to enter the portal. Is it a possibility? Sure. And would he likely end up at Oklahoma? Yes. But I don't necessarily know whether you should set yourself up with that expectation. And moreover, Jaron Bradley is not a must-have for the University of Oklahoma because we've talked about it so many times. If there's one position group at OU that you never really worry about in terms of having impact contributors, it's the wide receiver room. And as Steely and I last hour were rattling off the list of names that are going to comprise that group come this fall at Oklahoma, it once once you rattle off seven or eight of those names and you start to understand just how much depth there truly is at wide receiver at OU right now, you come to the realization that, yeah, it's, it's always nice to have a guy like Jaron Bradley. And it would be nice mix, to have right? this guy. But he's not a guy that you have to have. If you don't have Jaron Bradley in your wide receiver room in 2023, you're still going to be just fine. Yeah. Okay, someone just texted in on the, on the texting line. This would be a uh, – yeah, it is true. Wow. I love it when breaking coaching news happens live on the show, and it just dropped. Alabama defensive coordinator Pete Golding is leaving to take the same position at – Ole Miss. All right, so now there are are two narratives here. Wow, okay. There are two narratives here. In Oxford, the narrative is Lane Kiffin just stuffed Nick Saban in a locker. Yes, he did. Yep. In Tuscaloosa, the narrative is Nick Saban said no thank you to another year that. Uh Uh-huh. Now, which one do you believe out of the two narratives? I'm I'm inclined the to latter. believe the latter. Yeah, as, yeah. as in my, I don't think you ever go from uh, Bama to Ole Miss. A defensive coordinator really is anything, Parker Thune, as uh, the current landscape of college football sits right now. But, man, Pete Golding, that hits close to home here. Because now you there know, was a time everyone is still you know making fun of Alex Grinch, you know whatever. But Pete Golding was the name everyone wanted like four years ago for the next OU defensive coordinator. Now he's taking a job at uh, Ole Miss. We'll see if Bama is looking for both an offensive coordinator and a defensive coordinator. I think that that could absolutely be the case. I don't know where Bill Bryan's going to go. Maybe he goes back to the NFL, but Bama could be looking to hire an OC and a DC. It's kind of an open secret that Bill Biedenboe, or not Bill Biedenboe, Bill O'Brien, oh boy, major slip right there. (laughs) Bill, Bill O'Brien will not be returning. Bill Biedenboe will be returning. Okay, good, Bill good, good. O'Brien, it's kind of an open secret that he's not going to be back at Alabama in 2023. So, yeah, Nick Saban's going to be hiring two new coordinators, which is nothing new at Alabama because it seems like Nick Saban – Nick, uh, Nick Saban. Tongue got it's big, it's big news, right man. Yeah, but I, you just lose all he control. He cycles through coordinators so quickly, and it never affects the bottom line at Alabama. Speaking of uh, Bill Biedenboe, I was going to bring this up today. So we start the rush yesterday, and we're actually both in studio. 
And when we're both in studio, Teddy can see the text line. And I believe like the first remark he made on the show yesterday was he's staring at the screen and saying, wait, did something happen to Bill Biedenboe? Why are the, <laughs> all these Bill Biedenboe texts on here? Oh, Which, man. by the way, he is going to join us uh, for Locked In today. Two-star Teddy. Bill Biedenboe? Not Bill Biedenboe. Two-star Teddy oh, okay. well. is out at uh, Norris Marine. <laughs> so what's going on, man? Oh, man, I'm just uh, eavesdropping on a nice conversation between you two uh, fellas hanging out at Norris Marine. They've got a little uh, New Year sale going on with some of the new inventory coming through, some good stuff, and I'll let you guys know what's what's shaking on that end throughout the show. But my question to you guys is, uh -oh. I, I mean, obviously, where do you think Saban goes for defensive coordinator? <laughs> I have a guess. You do? I have a guess. Well, the text line has already mentioned it. Jim Leonard. Yeah. Right? Like, if you're yeah. talking about – the big name as far as an, a defensive coordinator on the open market right now. Yeah, he still had to have a job. Now, I will say this. Dabo Sweeney was the big winner yesterday. He was. That dropped during the show yesterday, and, you know, they, they announced the firing of Brandon Streeter, and then 30 minutes later they announce uh, Garrett Riley as their next OC. And once we mm. said, hey – they just fired the row seat. There actually were a couple textures that said, you watch, Garrett Riley will be the next offensive coordinator. Then there were the snake text about, obviously, this deal was done way back then. But we had, um, we had someone ask, Parker, you know, will OU benefit in any way from Garrett Riley leaving TCU to go to Clemson? And initially I said, no, I, I really don't think so. And I still feel that way. But do you see any path or any situation whatsoever where – Guys are entering the portal from TCU, like we heard about the Quentin Johnson story a couple weeks ago. Like, is there any scenario where OU can benefit from him going to the ACC? If this happened two weeks ago, maybe there's more of an opportunity for it. But as we sit here today, Oklahoma's foray into the portal is pretty much wrapped up. Right, You're looking for one more wide receiver. You're looking for one more offensive lineman. And then you fill whatever gaps you need to on the other side of spring ball. But – as of right now, Oklahoma's needs within the portal are rather limited. You got 10 portal additions. Brent Venables said to expect 10 to 15. I think we're looking at 12. Again, one more lineman, one more receiver. That's about it. Now, will there be an aftershock down in Fort Worth? Absolutely. Because I promise you somebody like JoJo Earl isn't as easy sure. to suit up as a TCU Horn Frog in an offense that doesn't have Garrett Riley calling the plays. So, there are going to be portal entrants down in Fort Worth, I can promise you that. But in terms of what TCU staff looks like elsewhere, you got Malcolm Kelly as your wide receivers coach. He's going to do everything he can uh, to keep it all together, assuming he doesn't take this opportunity to go and interview elsewhere for some big jobs. And look, this was always going to be the challenge for TCU, right? You have a season like this that is arguably the best for your program in modern history. And you drastically exceed expectations, go from what a 200 to one long shot to win the national title, to come in within 60 minutes of doing just that. And obviously they were overmatched against Georgia, but that's neither here nor there, but you have a season like that, your assistants all across the board are going to be ripe for the picking by blue blood institutions all across the country. You've seen it with Garrett Riley. I wonder if you see it again with Malcolm Kelly and Joseph Gillespie and the like. And if that starts to happen, 
that's when well, you could see a legit portal. Oh, you sure try to get uh, in on the Malcolm Kelly action maybe a couple times this year. Maybe Malcolm's in line to be the uh, offensive coordinator at TCU. Who knows? That was a good get for Clemson, though. They, they've got to revamp their offense because they have been uh, very poor offensively for the past two years. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a really good get. I've I got to imagine Clemson fans are pretty stoked about getting Garrett Riley as their OC. I did have to laugh because I think it's message board geniuses. You know, <laughs> They posted a TCU message board, and basically there were some TCU fans saying, yeah, I really wasn't impressed with that play calling. Good, maybe we can get an OC that can produce more than seven points in a national championship game. I, I, I promise great. you, wh- whatever OC you hire will not be coaching in a national championship game anytime soon. Not at TCU. Yeah, well, uh, here's some text. Mike Stoops leaves Kentucky linebackers coach to be the Alabama defensive coordinator. He's been there before. Uh, any anyone think that Mike Stoops is the next DC at Alabama? I'll I'll, I'll probably take the Jim Leonard train. I'm on sure that there one. are a lot of Sooner fans that would love to see that go down. Uh, Brian and Tulsa, those saying Coach B sucks are the ones that have rookie mode on Madden and think that they are the best in the country at the game. Nine seven two, Walker Howard plans to visit TCU and Ole Miss, according to On Three the former five-star quarterback who Brian Kelly danced on about a year ago. That'd be a heck of a get for TCU if they could get a former five-star quarterback. Especially in the aftermath of losing their offensive coordinator, yes. That would certainly stop the bleeding uh, to an extent. But Walker Howard, I wonder if Florida makes a push for Walker Howard as well because so. it is it is Friday, January 13th, Tyler, the last day of the ad drop period at the University of Florida, <laughs> and you know who's still not enrolled? Jaden Rashada, and I don't feel like he's going to be enrolled anytime soon, by the way. Patrick says uh, Alex Grinch to Alabama. Sugar Shane says new Alabama offensive coordinator Michael Gundy. Oh, boy, wouldn't that be great? I'd be all here for that. Peyton says not disputing that Garrett Riley is probably really good, but he was with Sonny Dykes for three years, and Sonny has always had top ten offenses. Hear me out. Alabama defensive coordinator Ted Roof. Woo, yeah. He revamps his career with the Alabama Crimson Tide. <laughs> oh, man. All the, uh, all the cynics on the text line are about to be like, yes and amen. Send Ted Roof to Tuscaloosa. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we have eight tickets to tomorrow's OU women's basketball game to give away. Scott has already – he's already got two of those. Actually, Scott, wow. if you need a few more of those, let me know. How would Scott secure that? Well, because he texted you and Steely and saying, hey, you guys have any – Tickets to tomorrow's games, just, you know, kind of taking my chances. And right before he asked that, I was actually given eight tickets to give away. So we got eight to give away. So text us on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Here's the deal, though. You have to come by the KREF studios before 6 p.m. tonight here in Norman, 2020 East Alameda Street. You're going to have to be able to come to the east side of Norman to get them. But if you can, you're going to have free tickets to the OUKU women's basketball game tomorrow. Uh, first, let's go with the first two people to text us. I really want to go to the OU women's basketball game tomorrow. We'll keep it simple. We'll uh, get tickets to the game tomorrow. So there you go. Brian at Tulsa says, what do we need to do to get tickets? I just told you, Brian. I really want to go to the OU women's basketball game tomorrow. Making it real difficult. 405-651-3439. Man, we got a lot to get to. Uh, OUIs, recruiting, portal, 
national. Teddy's having a good old time laughing over there at Norris Marine. They got. I just me- laugh because you're you're opening yourself up for such a can of worms. I love it, dude. Uh, I, I love the can of giveaway. worms. I love the can of worms on the text line. You know that's what we live for. Oh, uh, no. It's it, the best. It's good stuff. They got any uh, Tigas over there at uh, Norris Marine. Sean over there, he taught me to say uh, Tiger boats like uh, LSU fans say Tigas. So that's how I know how to say it. No, they don't. Even better. They've got the full lineup of, uh, of Ski Nautique now. That's, uh, that's what they're slanging when it comes to wakeboard boats. They've got, I'm looking at them right now. They've got five, at least in here. They've got five on the showroom floor. That are awesome, but you know the really good deals that they have going on right now uh, for the New Year sales event are really on the the fishing stuff. Uh, tracker bass boats starting at just one eighty eight a month. Uh, Sun Tracker fishing pontoons two fifty nine a month, and the Ranger Riata starting at three thirty nine a month. And the twenty one foot deck boat, the Tahoe deck boat, just four seventy five a month. And uh, you can check out. More online, NorrisMarine.com. Remember that can of worms you were just talking about? Zane and Tulsa oh, yeah. says, do you guys have any 10-day cruise tickets to the Caribbean available? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Zane, in the 3 o'clock hour, uh, Teddy's going to donate uh, 10-day cruise tickets to the Caribbean. Tune in the 3 o'clock hour. All right, more to come next right here on The Ref. Keep it locked on the Homeless Sooner fans. Locked in with McComas and Thune, plus two-star Teddy Lehman today from Norris Marine. Air Coverage Solutions text line 405-651-3439. We'll get to those shortly. And thank you once again today to the Ref Army for listening to us worldwide. Jakarta, Indonesia is checked in today via the Ref Wow, Ref. that's a new one right there. That is a new one. Sydney, Australia tuned in for about the 10th consecutive day. Uh, I, I'm sure to butcher this one in the state of Virginia Henrico, Virginia, H-E-N-R-I-C-O. We're going to go with it. Okay. Henrico. Sioux, exactly what I would have said. Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Santa Rosa, California, College Station, Texas, and then our uh, small Oklahoma town of the day, Mountain View, Oklahoma. Speaking of uh, Jakarta, Indonesia, here's something about Teddy that you don't know. He has a uh, hidden talent of being able to... Like, if you throw out a country, he's almost for sure going to know the uh, capital. Really? Yeah, he's really good at uh, capital. So I had all- I used to be. I've fallen apart a little bit as I've gotten older, but used to be my specialty. So I had all the uh, all the world capitals memorized when I was what, 13, 14. <laughs> Maybe could get half of them now. Don't ask me. Don't quiz me. But there was a time in my life. Uh, mm-hmm. Finland. Either one of you? Can either one of you get Finland? Helsinki. See? Sweden. Stockholm. Stockholm. <laughs> Slovakia. Slovakia. Uh, I don't know. See, here's the problem, and I, I tell you this every time. The globe that I memorized as a child was um, pre-Soviet breakup. So any ah. of the any of the countries that were created... With the fall of the Soviet Union, not nearly as good at. Okay. They weren't on my globe. I'll I'll have to get an updated map next time we go around the world (laughs) and ask capitals. Indonesia, you're just making up stuff now, Tyler. I'm not. I'll I'll show Parker on the computer that I have pulled up. Jakarta, Indonesia is checked in today. Now, could that be a guy in South Texas rerouting his IP address to Jakarta, Indonesia. I guess that's entirely possible, but it does show up on the uh, app map that I pulled up yeah, today. I would say that our um, our listeners do have some questionable online activity and 
Big VPN users. Big VPN users hiding that uh, uh, IP address. I would, I would guess so. Hey, Parker, I don't know if uh, losing a running back transfer is ultimately going to make the difference one way or the other for Oklahoma State. But we but do they have to admit they, they lost a running back transfer to Minnesota today, and it's really bad timing, and it's not the best look for a program that could sure use some good news right now. It's falling apart up in Stillwater, man. Like, at this point, you just need any semblance of good news. You just need something to stem the tide. Because it's been a nonstop avalanche for the last three weeks. Bad news well, What's on the bad problem, news on bad though? News. What's, what's going on? There's got to be a catalyst. Do you have the answer, Anyone? I like. <laughs> I have theories. I don't have an answer. Okay. That's I, well. Let me tell you something. I operate pretty much on theory only. I don't have any real that. concrete evidence on anything. So I welcome it. Let's see what you got. My theory is Mike Gundy is over it. My theory is just reading between the lines based on press conference snippets and some of the stuff he said. Honestly, my theory is. Mike Gundy is fed up with coaching, but he's not fed up enough that he's realized that he's fed up with coaching, and so he's halfway. He's not fed, he's not up, fed up with, with uh, six million a year, or whatever. Yeah, exactly, he's exactly, <laughs> exactly. So he he's not fed up enough to quit doing the job, but he's fed up enough that he's started to check out a little bit. And you've heard, you've heard all those rumblings from up that way that oh, Spencer Sanders wanted to come back, and Mike Gundy said, "Eh, we're good." And if that's the case, that'll do it. To me, that that summarizes all that's wrong with Oklahoma State right now. Regardless, it's a top-down issue. Okay, well, that's when what it feels like. Yeah. like it, are you exactly right about what the issue is? I, I don't know, maybe, but it does feel like Mike Gundy is where you kind of start with these accusations, if you want to call it that, Teddy, because it's not it, – it just doesn't look good, man. And losing a running back transfer to Minnesota today, of all people, um, that's that's a tough look. Yeah, well – I know that I know it's frustrating for the Oklahoma State fan base because you just you wake up every day and grab the phone and start scanning social media, just knowing that there's already been some bad news that's dropped. And like throughout the day, you just know that there's going to be another guy hit the portal or another coach uh, take a sabbatical. It's not a good time right now, and you know I've got to imagine that even though as respected as he is and as good of a job as he's done there and, you know, they're coming off the the previous season, uh, just a, a really, really nice year, that some people in the in the higher-up positions have to be having some, some uh, impromptu meetings with the head football coach to try and dial, dial down what exactly is going on down there. And, you know, it's just – the wave of bad momentum, you know, as as more names hit the portal, because here's how it works. You've you got to think of the locker room dynamic. Every time a guy hits the portal, most likely that's that's someone else on the football team's best friend. Yeah. Right? And and now that that guy's gone, and now maybe you've lost a couple of your, your, your close companions have now hit the transfer portal. Well, gosh, I don't have nearly as much time in me here. Everyone else is is going to see what's what's going on out there and find a new place to play. Maybe I should too. And you just you drive the wedge deeper and deeper into the locker room, and I don't know. They they've got to do some, like the 
the portal window could not close fast enough for Oklahoma State right now. I love this text on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Bobby from Austin says, when your head coach is sleeping with one of your QB's moms, the culture cannot be so right. So Travis made that joke the other day, and I was like, wait, wait, what? What's the late? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot his son is actually uh, on the roster there. But there for a yeah, quick second. Yeah, it got second, me too. Was, yeah, like, one, <laughs> one of our three Polk listeners is listening live right now, and the joke has gone completely over their head, and they're – preparing some angry text I, about how we're spreading a libel. I will one-up your text. Uh, for This is uh, Greg and Lawton. Parker, Teddy is all scuttle and very little butts. And that could, <laughs> that could be the text of the day. No, how about the narrative? How about the narrative going into the season for Mike Gundy after losing all these players via the portal? If he goes 5-7 and seven and they don't make a bowl game and they really disappoint – then the conversations a year from now will be, oh yeah, they got to move on from Mike Gundy. He's over it. He can't get it done anymore. You guys know what the narrative will be after losing all those players. But if somehow <laughs> he manages a way to go, you know, nine and three, or even possibly even an eight and four, it'll be well. See, it doesn't even matter. He he can lose players to the portal, not have a great recruiting class. Mike Gundy is so good that he can overcome all of it. So it's going to be one way or the other in a year's time. Either he needs to be fired, or he's Oklahoma got infinite State job never, security. Y- yes, again. Now right. listen, if Mike Gundy can pull off eight or nine wins with Michigan's third string quarterback taking reps for him. More power to it. He can do whatever he wants in Stillwater, and I have no doubt that Polk fans are going to be fine with letting him do whatever he wants. But I don't think that's realistic at all. I think the wheels are going to come off in 2023 for Oklahoma State. Looking at that roster right now, I just I don't know how many games they can realistically be expected to win. And if this season is what I expect it to be, then the scrutiny is going to be heightened. Um, speaking of their schedule next year, we don't know exactly who they're going to play. According to the UCFAD, we're going to find that out on Tuesday. Is that the report that I saw earlier? UCFAD <laughs> say the Big 12 I mean, schedule's coming out Tuesday? Yeah, the UCFAD said it was coming out on Tuesday. but I love that. You, you haven't even played a game in the league yet, and here you are, the first person that's going to leak out the, uh, the schedule drop. Asserting his dominance already. Yeah. I think I like that a lot. Amazing. Which Houston, love it. which Houston's AD, I think, leaked earlier that, oh, yeah, we're going to play Texas at home this year. It's already on the Big 12 schedule. So these new <laughs> ADs are, like, jumping the gun a little bit on everything. They're so excited. It's because uh, they're not they used wait. to having all this media attention coming right. from the group of five. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. If we say something, then everyone's going to hear about it on social media. This is how this works. Yeah, it's a little bit different of a ball game. Well, right? I don't know why they're excited to host Texas. Um well, I don't know. Who, who knows what you're going to get with Texas, but uh, was Houston picked 13th? Isn't that what you told me yesterday, Tyler? <laughs> In 24-7's way too early. Yeah, the 13 team against the one team. Yes. Okay, who was 14th, <laughs> out of curiosity? I think it was uh, West Virginia. Yeah. Okay, I was going to say, it's either West Virginia or Oklahoma State, probably. That well, OSU sense. was at like 9. And maybe, like, if OSU's picked 9, in my opinion, it's because of, you know, they've garnered some respect. Um, I, I think well, that, I, I don't know. Maybe I, I wouldn't pick him that high, and nine's not very high. I just love the fact that um, we got our ass kicked by the 14th ranked team uh, preseason <laughs> Big 12 going into next year. I guess we didn't get our ass kicked. We, it was more like we just handed him the football game. No, it really was more what it was. It was a very slow, very deliberate kicking. 
<laughs> That's what it was. our own ass. Oh, yeah, yes. Over the last six minutes of that football game, yes. <sighs> it was the slowest and most painful kick. Not I've sure ever why we're doing this right now, guys. It's Friday, hey. heading into the weekend. You guys want to relive that one? The worst loss of the season? Jeez. Tyler, I'm just telling Tyler you. 49 to nothing literally happened. Okay, that too. Well, yeah. Two worst losses of the year. We are we last year, if it was good for anything, it was good for setting ourselves up for a, an exciting year where we well, I guess maybe I shouldn't say it, but you know, the at least we didn't have a 49-0 game this year. <laughs> like we've set the bar incredibly low. So that's something to think about going into the season, right? Once OU scores their first points in the OU Texas this game this year, it'll be louder than the Superman play. I, Storm the field. Yes, I will be placing score. a heavy futures bet on OU plus 48. God, don't jinx that, man. You know, just don't jinx it. Yeah, unfortunately, that score plus forty-eight. Now, if you just look at the series that over the last twenty years, there's some some games that that would not be a cover. So it's true. It's true. Be careful. Hey, but uh, I take Oklahoma if you're giving me what is that uh, seven plus touchdowns? Yeah, Teddy, what's your take on this whole Jaden Rashada mess that's going on at Florida right now? You knew it was a snake when you picked it up. You telling me you promised a high school kid thirteen million dollars over four years, and you expect me to feel sorry uh, for you for any? I like. I don't care what happened. I don't care who checked a box. I don't care what happened. You you knew it was a snake when you picked it up. You entered yourself into this world, and I I. Either either the the staff did it, or someone did it on their behalf. I I don't know. I don't feel sorry for him, and I don't see Rashada going there. But here, in in if there's anything that Venables has gotten right, and I know there's a lot there. I'm just using that phrase because I think there's people that think he hasn't. It's not to live and die by nil contracts and how much you can give players. You have to develop a relationship. There has to be a reason why the kid wants to go there. And that right there, Teddy, that underscores the biggest mistake that Billy Napier has made in his brief tenure as Florida's head coach is that right now Florida isn't recruiting around the identity of its program. Quite simply, Billy Napier is just engaged in a you-know-what measuring contest with Mario Cristobal. That's what that's become between Miami and Florida. And it all well, and it all orbits around the almighty dollar. Yeah, well, you've that is the wrong team to pick a <laughs> right? you know what measuring correct. contest. Seriously, that, that's going up to the UFC like, guy at the bar with cauliflower ear and being like, yeah. "Let's go, come on, come on." It, essentially, Miami has an endless amount of money. They've got Scrooge McDuck doing uh, backstroke in, in gold coins that has publicly stated that he's back in this program in sports, and here they come. So it's a matter of time. Now, you know, like you, you build it that way. Don't be surprised if things get ugly on you in a hurry, but uh, Miami's going to win that battle every time. Parker, where's he going to go? Not Florida. So where is he going to go? I mean, if he's not in, enrolled at Florida by the end of today, he will end up at Colorado or SMU. Ooh, Colorado. Let's go. SMU. Mm. SMU, the Pony Express. What about Texas Christian University? 
I mean, <laughs> they might want it on uh, Walker what about Howard. Clemson. Uh, here's, well, no, he's not going to Clemson because Dabo ain't going to pay that kind of money. And here's the thing. Yeah. Regardless of where Rashada ends up, he's going to get paid. And Well, he ain't going to get uh, – I'll just tell you right now. He's not going to get $13 million. I, I could be wrong. He ain't going to get no what way. he – No way. And that's why I think it opens kind of everyone up is uh, I think more and more folks out there, more and more players probably are starting to see that, man – there's a whole lot of promising going on. I I better I better deal with the relationship first and go somewhere where I actually want to go and try and build something organically that actually means something instead of showing up with a bunch of promises. Uh, in other news, before we hit a break, Arch Manning is a regular college student because just like me, he lost his student ID his uh, first week on campus, and uh, someone was taking a picture of it on social media earlier today. Archibald is his God-given first name, by yeah, the way. Yeah, and apparently people are just now figuring that out. Like, what, what Did they think his first name was just Arch? I don't know, maybe. But every, like I'm seeing everybody on social media, they're like, wait, Archibald? I'm like, yes, Archibald. I'm just glad someone else lost their student ID uh, first week on campus. So, nice job, I think job, everyone Arch. just assumed that Arch was just short for Archie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, seriously. Which, I guess you could make that claim. Teddy's with us live from Norris Marine. We'll hear more about Norris Marine coming up next. 405-651-3439 is the Air Comfort Solutions text line. A lot to get to with uh, college football recruiting. We'll do that on the other side. Keep it locked on the ref. Locked in with McComas and Thune live on the ref. We are the Homo Sooner fans. Some uh, national notes. Pete Golding. Leaving Alabama, well, he probably got asked to leave Alabama. He'll be <laughs> Ole Miss's uh, defensive coordinator next year. Ohio State is promoting, uh, promoting wide receivers coach Brian Hartline to offensive coordinator. And, uh, Parker, they probably felt like they had to if they wanted to keep Brian Hartline on staff. Well, you know why? At, uh, that university down south forced Ohio State's hand in that. Yeah, maybe so. Uh, you also Oregon is starting to trend for five-star Nicholas Harbor. Um, I mean, I can probably connect the dots on that one. Yes, track. yes, you can. What'd you say? Track. Connect the dots to track. Oh. Right? He's um, a any big track athlete, and he is a big track athlete. Yes, and Oregon has always been a player. He's going to connect the dots elsewhere for, for that yeah. reason. But I, I will say this, Nicholas <laughs> yeah, Cash. Yeah, huh? Nicholas Harbor's girlfriend goes to South Carolina. So, girlfriends, could, girlfriends are undefeated. They remain undefeated after the Peyton Bowen Well, fiasco, I would tell but. South Carolina fans this. If he doesn't pick the girlfriend and picks Oregon, then just give it about 18 <laughs> yeah, give hours. hours. Give it about 18 to 24 hours, and then he'll change his mind at some point. Okay? Just just hang in there. Darnell Washington, tight end of Georgia. He is uh, off to the NFL. Uh, Whoa, Jake, really? Yeah. Darnell Washington? Yeah. Uh-huh. He's off I to didn't the NFL. realize he was old enough. Jacob wow. Hood, uh, he's in the portal out of Georgia. Offensive tackle, six foot eight, three hundred and fifty pounds. A uh, former three-star player. Tech gets a four-star running back in the twenty twenty-four class today. So we're going to do this segment at four twenty. Parker, our nice. uh, under the radar uh, segment that we do every single Monday and Friday. Who is the under the radar portal edition that OU's had this portal cycle? Ooh, that's a good question. What Thank do, you. I, yeah, well. 
Just because everybody has different definitions as to what under the radar truly means. Well, like means, uh, Deshaun right? McCullough is yeah, obviously, obviously Deshaun the McCullough is not under and, the radar. And honestly, maybe um, anyone other than Deshaun McCullough could be considered under the radar potentially because like the 24-7 sports ratings, he was rated significantly higher than everyone else. Yeah, so it's basically asking um, who's the second best portal ad behind Deshaun McCullough. Well, I don't know about – if you're going to ask me second best, I would say Austin Stogner. At least second most significant because that's a plug-and-play starter at tight end, which is what you were going to need heading into 2023. But I also think a guy that hasn't been talked about a whole heck of a lot is Reggie Pearson, the safety yeah. who comes to Oklahoma via Texas Tech. And that's a guy that should be in the mix to start next year. I, As of right now, and obviously a lot can change with spring practices and fall camp and all that, and all throughout you may have guys emerge or guys that prove that – they're not all that they were cracked up to be, but if you had to ask me who who are OU's two starting safeties this fall right now, I'd say Billy Bowman and Reggie Pearson. Teddy will probably steal that answer at 4:20. By the way, I don't have any doubt about that. Yeah, I've got I've got a I've got a hot take or two up my sleeve, perhaps for that segment. Ooh, okay, what a tease! I like it. Text line says I wouldn't put it past a Louisiana family to name their kid Arch only. Uh, mark it down. Muleshoe will probably hire Gary Patterson as defensive coordinator, or GP stays at Texas as unofficial head coach in waiting. Muleshoe loves him some GP. Uh, basically, cried to media when TCU fired him. Uh, uh, unofficial head coach in waiting. Texas, I no Texas, uh, no. I don't. That think, feels no. very backwards. No, I. Uh, that is an interesting thought, though. A guy like Gary Patterson, not I don't want to say retread. I don't know if that's the right term, but Bill O'Brien, you know, taking over as offensive coordinator, it's like a reclamation project on on him as a as he was a head coach to try and get his you know his expertise back highlighted again. And I think it could be the same thing for Gary Patterson. If Gary Patterson, uh, you know, isn't planning a you know a summer tour around some dive bars playing music and he wants to get back into coaching like going to be in the dc at alabama and playing with and and calling defense with the best players in the country that's a good way to get your name right back to the top of the list for uh, any of the big jobs that may come open so i think that's a i think that's an interesting pick i i that wouldn't shock me at all. Shane in Newcastle said Gary can start his music career off in L.A. Well, for the genre that Gary's playing, Nashville. probably makes more sense for go to him Vandy. to be down in the deep south than go to, it does for him to be in L.A. Go, to, go be the defensive coordinator at Vandy. It's exactly where he You don't to think be. Gary Patterson uh, has like a like a house song that he's been waiting to unload onto social media? Um, It's probably a set. Like, his other songs are upbeat and happy. I think it's a sad song now that he watched TCU play for a national championship. I, I, I think yeah. that that's what we're going to feel. I feel bad about. for the dude. Like, honestly. I honestly feel bad for him. I don't know. Aside from, like, a legitimate tragedy, I don't know that anything could be worse for your soul than watching a place you poured your life into go play for a national championship right after they the best the season year ever after, after you leave. they <laughs> fired you yeah well he'll no, he'll write a ballad 
and everybody who doesn't know football will perceive it as a song about an ex who's doing way better without oh, you. Yeah. And then oh, everybody yeah. who does know football will be like, yeah, it's about TCU. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure. Well, yeah. uh, well, the ballad's already been written uh, by Metallica. <laughs> it's fade to black. Uh, just don't take it literally, GP. Oh, my gosh. Gary Patterson's uh, oh, rendition of fade to black. That's what we need to hear at Billy Bob's down there in Fort Worth. This text says, since you said Pete Golding and Lane Kiffin in the same sentence, I feel myself making the face you make when you smell sour milk. Teddy and I, uh, <laughs> Teddy and I, yesterday, Parker, during the first segment, we both made the face you make when you smell sour milk. Once we started going up and down the past winners of the Gatorade National Player of the Year, uh, yeah, <laughs> isn't that a motley crew? We were like, whoa, Jackson Dart, J.T. Daniels, Eric Gilbert, Tate, like the Tate Martell one was. That's when it got a little silly after we read that name. Yeah, I'm there's gonna... still some yet to be determined on that list, but the good thing that we found is that Oklahoma. The people that have come to Oklahoma that are on the Gatorade National Player of the Year, uh, softball, football, have done well. So Yeah, yeah. one of those yet to be determined is JT Daniels, who won it all the way back in 2017, by the way. Hey, watch out for Rice, Conference USA. Is that what they're in? Yeah, they may yeah, win it next USA. year. Nice. Nice job. See? He's got some hidden talents. Luck. He knows what Pure Conference Rice luck. is in, and he knows random country uh, capitals. He's a man of uh, many talents. Uh, 405-651-3439, Air Comfort Solutions text line. What's going on out there at uh, Norris Marine? Uh, we got a lot of good stuff going on, which, by the way, the inventory out here is amazing. Every time I come out here, I cannot believe how awesome pontoons have become. Yep. And they've got a really, really cool lineup of them here, plus some other great deals. they got Tracker Bass Boats starting at 188 a month, Sun Tracker Pontoons starting at just 259 a month, the Ranger Pontoons starting at 339 a month, the 21-foot Tahoe Deck Boat, 475 a month, and you purchase any new boat this weekend, you can choose between a Cabela's Pellet Smoker, which is sitting here, Cabela's Long Gun Case, and uh, they've also got some other great deals. Any new Nitro Bass Boat, get a $1,000 Bass Pro Shop gift card. All kinds of cool stuff going on right here at Norris Marine. You can't miss us. Right on the west side of I-35 between, what is it, Robinson, I guess, just right by um, Rock Creek, right here on the west side. Stop in, say hello. Final segment of Locked In's next right here on The Ref. Final segment locked in with McComas and Thune. Teddy joins us from Norris Marine. And we talked yesterday, is OU going to take anyone else in the 2023 class? We'll wait and see until the beginning of February. But the 2024 offers are going out, Parker. Bennett Warren, 2024 offensive tackle. That offer was made this week. And uh, they're going right back out to Tallahassee, Florida with another offer for 2024 as well. Wide receiver defensive back out of Tallahassee. I saw that one today. Yeah, uh, Ashton Hampton. Ashton Hampton, that's right. Uh, and you got Selman Bridges, another guy that they just offered uh, not more than a couple minutes ago from Lake Belton High School down in Texas. Teammates of five-star wide receiver Micah Hudson, a guy whose sister goes to Oklahoma, if my memory serves me correctly. So I think the big thing, at least in the immediate future for Oklahoma, because we already kind of have – an idea of who's going to be early to the table in terms of possible commitments for OU. I think the big thing and the big question going forward over the next two, three months is how quickly do you see the payoff of the Emmett Jones hire? Yeah. How quickly can you establish those inroads, uh, especially in the state of Texas, via the relationships 
that are pre-existing with Emmett Jones and how quickly can you start to put the clamps on a class of elite wideouts and after taking two in 2022 and two in 2023 I think you'd hope that you have a heavier class of wideouts in 2024 at least three or four guys uh text line before we get out of here uh this one's random DG better stop running with the ball with one hand his hands are not that big to hold the ball with one hand he will lose us a game next year if he does not try to run holding the ball with one hand oh are we, are we legitimately having the whole hand size January conversation, conversation baby let's go how was many it, more days till kickoff? Was it like that? I want to know the genesis of that tweet, though. <laughs> like, where, where, where did that come from? Why? I have now? no idea. I can't even speculate on where that one came from. No clue. Interesting. Uh, hey, true. Uh, the fact check comes back as true. Put the ball away. Secure it. Come on, let's go. Um, text line is also concerned if you're getting overtime pay today for doing an extra hour. Can you confirm that? Uh, negotiations ongoing. <laughs> Teddy, Jaden Rashada. Who, who, who's going to win the ne- negotiation battle, Parker? Teddy or Jaden Rashada for the money that they're trying to get? I'm guessing that Teddy's a bit more flexible than <laughs> those in Jaden Rashada's camp, yeah. so I have faith nope. that those negotiations will wrap up first. Here's the, here's the critical factor. You always, if you are willing to walk away, you're always going to come out the winner. And I don't think Rashad is willing to walk away from football just yet. I am trying to walk away from radio. So, oh. you know. <laughs> a three and two start next year, and he's not making it to the back half of the conference schedule. I can assure you of that. Has any team picked up Jim Leonard from Wisconsin as defensive coordinator? He could be headed to Bama. It's from the 918. Yeah, he could be. Maybe that's why he hasn't been picked up yet, because maybe he's known for a while now that. Bama may come calling. Which would make sense why Pete Golding took the Ole Miss job today because that's not a move you take unless you were gently escorted to the door. Yeah, well, Bama might get that one. That'd be a pretty nice get at D.C. for them moving forward. All right, that'll do it for Parker. The Rush is coming up next. Keep it locked here on The Ref.